اطلب العلم اخي فهو درب به نور به ترقى به تحيا عالما حرا فخور اطلب العلم اخي فهو درب به نور به ترقى به تحيا عالما حرا فخور The next prophet that came after them brothers and sisters was the name of Salih They start to turn against him Turn against him and make everyone else turn against him If you are truthful, O Saleh, we want you to bring us a sign. We want a sign. They said, okay, let's make up something that this person can't, it's impossible for him to get it. They said, okay, we want out of this rock, out of this rock we want a she-camel to come out. We want the she-camel to come out 10 months pregnant. But we want the she-camel so big and gigantic that we've never seen before. Uh, we want the she-camel to be red color with a lot of wool on her. We want the she-camel that she could drink the whole water of the valley. We want the she-camel to give us enough milk for the whole town. And they thought they just, you know, just a gathering of making fun of Saleh and coming up with some uh, myth or coming up with some imagination or coming up with something that no one could even think of and bring. So Saleh said, said yes Salah said and if I bring it would you believe in me so they said yes of course the rock split they watching what a camel came out of it what they're looking at it huge big massive the biggest camel ever to be created there rich red in color pregnant the community was split into two divided the majority of them just kept looking but what happened some of the people started accepting said no we believe you are the messenger Allah is one so it started working and it was a living miracle it was living in their midst every day a few people were accepting and they realized hold on a sec looks like the Saleh is getting a is getting more popular he's getting more followers more people are following him this she come tend that to be an advantage for him, disadvantage for us. We thought we were making fun of the guy, it turned out to be true. So they said, We're not gonna hack this. We're not gonna accept that. Let's get together and destroy the she camel. And they agreed to kill that she camel. Waited for that she camel to come down from the mountains, and those nine men were waiting for it. And when that she camel came down, they jumped in front of her. So they hit the she camel on its legs. It fell down and then they all jumped on it and killed it. They said, Oh Saleh, here is what we've done to this camel. Now bring the punishment that you were promising us. You have three days. Three days. Enjoy the most out of those three days. This is a promise that will not be rejected. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillahi wa kafa wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala ibadihi ladina stafa wa ba'd. The next prophet that came after them, brothers and sisters, was the name of Salih. The people that came after Ad went back to the worship of one God, because they were believers, but they died out and they had children. And the shaitan came again and he gave them ideas and the desires began to play again. The temptations began to play again and people went back, subhanAllah, to worshipping different types of idols. But this time, the type of idol that the people of Samud were following weren't only statues, they did follow statues, subhanAllah. But they had an associate idol. 
and that was themselves themselves they governed what happens and they governed what doesn't happen they governed what's right and they governed what's wrong and they made themselves gods as for the belief of statues was just something symbolic uh, a secret uh, a belief individual belief which they found their forefathers on it had no not much meaning but just as you know something an identity to hold on onto that's all false or right does they didn't really care so the people of Thamud worshipped themselves a little bit more than worshipping their idols they were even more advanced in their technology than their former cousins Ad. and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave another chance to the children of Ad, Thamud Allah gave him another chance and Allah gave him the wealth and gave him the health and gave him the strength and gave him the respect Allah Azza gave him another chance for them to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they were further up north they were roughly in a place known as Al-Hijr. Al-Hijr, the place which was quite rocky. There were some rocky mountains and so on. They were large human beings. When I say large, I'm talking of huge human beings. So huge that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes their size and he describes their dwellings and he describes the gifts that he gave. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says from amongst them, there was so much wealth that after some time they began to forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They began to indulge. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decided to send to them from amongst them a man. What type of a man? A man who was also from a wealthy family. A man who was also from a very well looked up to family. Not just an ordinary person from the low caste of people. No, a person who had very high standing in society and community. So much so that he was a man whom they were preparing in order to appoint as their leader. They wanted to appoint him as their leader because he was one of the most intelligent from amongst them. Salih alayhi salatu wassalam. And Salih alayhi salam is an Arab prophet. The Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam, he said, four prophets and messengers are Arab. Hud, Salih, Shu'aib, and your Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And the story of Thamud and Salih and their Prophet Salih with the tribe of Thamud has been mentioned over 26 times in the Quran Kareem. And these stories are mentioned my brothers and sisters not for the sake of us entertaining ourselves with them but for us to reflect back and think and contemplate as Allah always mentions after mentioning these stories many times Maybe these stories, these verses will be a sign of thinking or contemplating or reflecting for those who have hearts and minds and intellect. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِلَىٰ ثَمُودَ أَخَاهُمْ صَالِحًا To the people of Thamud, we sent to them their brother, Salih. May Allah's peace be upon him. What is meant by their brother? It means he was from amongst them. قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَٰهٍ غَيْرُهُ He says, O oh my people, worship Allah alone. You do not have anyone worthy of worship besides Allah. هُوَ أَنْشَأَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ وَاسْتَعْمَرَكُمْ فِيهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has established you on earth and he has granted you growth 
on this earth and he has granted you multiplication so seek forgiveness to Allah and return to him then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will answer your call he will answer your dua Allah is indeed very near and he will respond so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says their houses were so big they used to carve out of the rocky mountains their homes that they felt so secure in you carved into mountains homes and palaces this is their advanced technology they used to carve inside of mountains of rocks this is a mountain cliff and they would carve with their tools rooms and corridors and buildings and stories and beautiful features inside of rocky mountains and Allah says when they made their houses of rock at the top of the mountains they felt so secure what did they begin to say nothing can harm us not at all so Allah says that these people had homes they felt so secure what will destroy us nothing the wind will not destroy us because this is rock listen carefully because at the end we're going to need to remember what was said now the wind won't destroy us because this is rock the water cannot destroy us because this is at the top of the mountain and what else can destroy us if the earth is going to shake this is a rock it will remain in one piece it can't destroy us so they were happy Aminin. they felt very secure so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Salih alayhi salam who was also from a wealthy family he was a very strong man extremely intelligent very very bright and they knew it because they were preparing him to become a leader he said he says or the, their brother Salih told them are you not going to be fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't you fear a punishment that will come to you I have been sent as an honest and trustworthy messenger unto you so fear Allah fear your maker and follow what I have to say because I have his message I am not asking from you any cent, nothing, no recompense at all. My reward will be with Allah. Look, we get to that point again. Every messenger is saying, I don't want anything material from you. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says thereafter that they looked at him and they were shocked. Shocked, why? Listen to what they said. They said, Oh Saleh, we had so much hope in you. We were busy preparing you to make you our leader. How can you now come to us and stop us from what our forefathers have been doing all along? We had hope in you. Now you decided to become a priest. You decided to become someone who wants to preach to us. You're claiming to be a messenger. They told him, are you 
telling us that we should leave what our forefathers have been doing all along. We have doubt in what you're saying. You're not telling us the truth. We have doubt. Innana lafi shakkim mimma tad'una ilayhi murib. We are in doubt regarding that which you are calling us towards. We are in clean doubt. So he continued telling his people, look, my people, don't be in doubt. I am the messenger and I'm warning you that worship Allah alone. What are you going to lose? What are you going to lose? I'm telling you, worship your maker. You can enjoy what you have, but worship your maker. Stop worshiping idols. Stop worshiping people and do not worship the rich from amongst you. Because they had a problem, they used to worship the rich from amongst them. And this is mentioned in the Quran. They used to worship the rich, whatever the rich said, everybody was running in that direction. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He reminded them. O my people, remember that Allah has made you successors after the people of Ad whom he destroyed. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted you so much that he has given you abodes in this on this earth such that you have taken homes you have built your castles in the valleys and on top of that you have these resorts or these huge palaces that that are made of rock in the top of the mountains on the tops of the mountains so my people remember turn to allah what he did to add it is not impossible that he can do it to you they start to turn against him turn against him and make everyone else turn against him and not only this they even start to mock him and i think i think we've heard that many times how a lot of times when the prophet and the messenger will come and call his people his people turn against him and start mocking him they began to say that you are a madman you're a magician you're a madman the same this man is mad this man is a magician these were different people, but look as though they were trained in the same varsity. As though they were trained in the same college. Why? Because their lecturer was Shaitan. Really, Shaitan Iblis, what did he do? Listen carefully because he does it to us. He's seen that this plan works. Let me use it again. Exactly the same plan again and again and again and again and it kept on working and it is working to this day with many people around us. May Allah safeguard the Muslim Ummah and may He grant Hidayah to those who don't see the light. So let's never fall prey to Shaitan. Same plan used again. This is why it's repeated in the Quran. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you are a person who's a magician. You're doing, you're casting spells on people because there were some people who started listening to him. Few people started listening to him and he started having a following. Salih alayhi salatu wasalam. But who were they who followed him? The poor. Those who did not have authority. Because remember one thing, when a person doesn't really have much, by him following the right path, he knows he's not going to lose anything material. As it is, he doesn't have much. 
But when someone has a lot, a lot, and he is being told to change his whole lifestyle, he thinks to himself, but I'm going to lose all this as it is. I'm sitting comfy. Alhamdulillah, I'm very comfortable. Everything is okay here. So why should I change? Remember, that is when we should be changing for the sake of Allah. We won't lose anything. We will in fact build our akhirah. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, on top of that, they said, مَا أَنْتَ إِلَّا بَشَرٌ مِثْلُنَا فَأْتِ بِآيَةٍ إِن كُنْتَ مِنَ الصَّادِقِينَ You are a human being just like us, and we want to ask you something. If you are truthful, O Saleh, we want you to bring us a sign. We want a sign. If you are truthful, we want a sign. What type of a sign? Well, we will decide what sign and we're going to get back to you. Imagine, they want it according to them. We want a sign and we will get back to you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, The people of Thamud. Thamud is the name of the, the people, the tribe. Allah says, Thamud. They belied the warners. The word Nudur is used. The warners. People came to warn them. The messenger was sent to warn them. And as the messenger was warning them, those who followed the messenger were also warning. There were discussions in this case between the followers of Salih and those who didn't follow him from the same community. They said, okay, we now know what we want. So they were sitting down, their main people and their main heads or their main leaders, and they were just making up something, thought that Allah can't do it. Subhanallah. They were making up something. They said, okay, let's make up something that this person can't. It's impossible for him to get it. So while they were sitting down, they said, okay, we want out of this rock, they had a massive rock. Out of this rock, we want a she camel to come out. So another one said, no, Allah, that's not it. We want the she camel to come out. 10 months pregnant. So another one said, that's not it. But we want the she camel so big and gigantic that we've never seen before. And then another one popped up and said, oh, we want the she camel to be red color with a lot of, with a lot of soul, with a lot of, with a lot of wool on her. And then another one popped up and said, oh, we want the she camel to be this. Another one said, oh, we want the she camel that she could drink the whole water of the valley. And then another one said, we want the she camel to give us enough milk for the whole town. And one describing from here, another one describing from there. And they thought they just, you know, just a gathering of making fun of Saleh alayhi salam and coming up with some uh, myth or coming up with some imagination or coming up with something that no one could even think of and bring. So Saleh alayhi salam said, you finished? He said, yes. Salah alayhi salam said, and if I bring it, would you believe in me? Salah said, yes, of course. They thought that he can't. He could come up with something. They, just, they, they were talking about something out of their imagination. Thinking of something out of their imagination. So Salah told them, if I bring it, would you believe in me? So they said, yes, we'll believe in you. And Salah said, but otherwise if you don't, you know, Allah Azza wa Jalla can't punish you. They said, no, we'll believe in you. They said, it's impossible for him to get up. So Salah alayhi salam said, then let it be. Everyone get together. And one day they agreed, where everyone all came together, and all standing, 
in front of the rock that they pointed at. And Salih asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take out that she camel the way they described it. Here is your sheep. Here is your she camel. Here it is. The rock split. They're watching. What? A camel came out of it. What? They're looking at it. Huge, big, massive, the biggest camel ever to be created. There. Rich red in color. Pregnant. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. They're looking at it. The community was split into two. Divided. The majority of them just kept looking. What did they say? What would they say now? Magic. Exactly. Magic. Mashallah. You see, we know how they operate. They say, look, this is magic. But you asked me, I made a dua. It came according to what you wanted. Now you want to say magic. But what happened? Some of the people started accepting. Said, no, we believe you are the messenger. Allah is one. We don't want to worship anything besides Allah. So it started working. Mashallah. Community divided into two. Now there was a debate because you find one Nabi. He was one Nabi with very few people. The numbers started increasing. When the numbers started increasing, these rich people, Allah says in the Quran, they started debating. The haughty, the wealthy, the powerful from amongst his people told those who were downtrodden, who had accepted his message. Do you know for certain that Saleh is actually a messenger? They said, yes, indeed. We believe in everything he has come with. We believe. So they responded. As for us, we disbelieve in what you've believed in. We don't want. We're still happy with what we're sitting with. This guy is a magician. Allahu Akbar. Look, nothing could bring them. Why? They're drowning in money. They had wealth that they could live so many lives and still they would have change, so to speak. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when that naqa, when that camel came down as they wanted it, he told them, Oh my people, the camel has come. Leave it. Do not harm it at all. If you harm it, Allah's punishment will overtake you immediately. And he warned them many times. One verse Allah says, a, a grave punishment will overtake you if you touch that camel. As you people had requested, it was a huge camel. It has an appetite. So what will happen? It will drink from the spring one day and all your camels, keep them on one side. And it will drink whatever it can from the morning to the evening. The next day, it will go out to graze when your camels can drink. So we are sharing the days. Inform them that the water will be split between this one camel and the rest of the camels. One day this one and the, the other day the rest of them. That's how it's going to be split. Nobody's allowed to change that because they had asked for it. Now they, they were happy. 
and they were also unhappy. Happy because they'd seen the sign and it was a living miracle. It is reported that because it was there every day for them to see, it was living in their midst. Every day a few people were accepting. Every day a few people were accepting Saleh. Every day a few people were coming onto the right path because every day they're witnessing this camel. They're seeing it's huge, it's powerful. And this is the camel. And then that she camel gave birth and had another camel. And they saw that with their own eyes, experienced that with their own eyes. So what happened? Those who became believers, their belief increased and the disbelievers, their disbelief increased. Miracle, When someone has pride, and as we mentioned before, pride is the mother of all diseases. They had pride. They were too good. They're not going to lower their nose for Salah and what Salah had competed them with. They increased their disbelief. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal warned them. We made this shikamu as a fitna, a test for these people. A great test. And they realized, hold on a sec. Looks like that Saleh is getting, a, is getting more popular. He's getting more followers. More people are following him. This shikamu turned out to be an advantage for him. This advantage for us. We thought we were making fun of the guy. It turned out to be true. So Saleh is getting more followers now. It's a big problem. And what's this? We can't live with a camel that one day is a whole day for her. She drinks. And then the other days for us. Before it used to be every day. Anytime you want to drink, you can't drink. But now there's one full day for the she camel and one day for the town. You can't you can't go in the day. The day that's for the she camel, you can't get water. Who will dare to go near her when she's drinking from the world? And the day is for the other town. So they'll take enough for that day and the next day. What's this? She came or she comes out of nowhere and she takes a day out of our life. And the other thing is, we can't even graze our farms anymore. When this she come and walks, our cattle, our bulls, our cows, our camels all run away from her. What are we going to do? So they said, we're not going to hack this. We're not going to accept that. Let's get together and destroy this she come. And let whatever Salah says that it happen is only someone who's got some <coughs> magic or spell on him or someone that's becoming insane. So they got together nine men and they agreed to kill that Shikam. And after killing that Shikam or kill, they uh, killed the, the, the son or the daughter of that Shikam. And then they plotted and they spoke to everyone in the town. If we kill that she camel, would you stand with us or against us? We stand by you. Went to another person, you stand with us or against us? We stand by you. They plotted and planned and plotted and planned and they went around and spoke to everyone, especially those who have influence in the city. We will be doing this. Are you going to stand with us or not? They said, we stand by you. So they went after getting the support of the people of the town. So it wasn't just them nine. They had the support of the people of the town. And then one day, they waited for the she-camel to come down from the mountains. And those nine men were waiting for it. And when that she-camel came down, they jumped in front of her. But they got so scared, eight of them ran away. She was massive. Something unusual. 
These days you see a normal camel, you run away from it. Could you imagine a camel that big? Allahu alam how big it is. So that eight out of those nine, eight out of them, when they saw that camel, the way she was walking, they ran. So it hit the she camel on its legs, it fell down, and then they all jumped on it and killed it. And then they saw it still running away. So they ran behind it. And they also killed it. And when they destroyed it, the rest of the people were cheering them on. Happily that now our camels can drink every day. Where one day, one day. We're tired of that. Our camels can drink every day. And now we've got rid of this. And after killing it, they start to slaughter it. And start spreading the meat to everyone. And everyone ate from that she camel. Except Saleh and his followers. Allahu Akbar. These people just disobeyed Allah. And the punishment is coming. So Saleh when he heard that, he ran to the city. He ran to the town. Looking to stop these people. But unfortunately it was too late. People were sitting down, eating the meat of the camel. They said, right, come here. We want to tell you one thing. We want to challenge you. فَعَقَرُوا النَّاقَةَ وَعَتَوْا عَنْ أَمْرِ رَبِّهِمْ وَقَالُوا يَا صَالِحُ اُتِنَا بِمَا تَعِدُنَا إِن كُنْتَ مِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ They said, O Salih, here is what we've done to this camel. Now bring the punishment that you were promising us. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed immediately to Salih, فَقَالَ تَمَتَّعُوا فِي دَارِكُمْ ثَلَاثَةَ أَيَّامٍ ذَلِكَ وَعْدٌ غَيْرُ مَكْذُوبٍ Remain in your houses for three days. You have three days. Three days. Enjoy the most out of those three days. This is a promise that will not be rejected. Three days. This is a promise that is no doubt in it. They said, huh? Salah has threatened us. Let's kill Salah. These nine people got together. And what did they do? قَالُوا تَقَاسَمُوا بِاللَّهِ لَنُبَيِّتَنَّهُ وَأَهْلَهُ ثُمَّ لَنَقُولَنَّ لِوَلِيهِ مَا شَهِدْنَا مَهْلِكَ أَهْلِهِ وَإِنَّا لَصَادِقُونَ They swore an oath between the nine of them that tonight we want to kill Saleh and his whole family. Tonight we want to kill him and his family. And in the morning, we will tell everybody that we don't know anything. We will pretend like we are one of them. So Allah says, They planned their planning and we planned our planning. Allah says, we had our plan, they had their plan. Now they looked at their houses, they were happy. Remember what they said? What is Allah going to send to us? What can He send? Can He send to us a wind? We have a rock, home made of rock. And so on. They were so happy. And Salih was instructed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to leave the place. He was instructed leave. Because now the punishment was going to come. These people were happy. They got rid of the man. The first day, Allah made the color of the faces of that town. All their faces was yellow. So they realized there's something coming. And the second day, all 
the faces of the people of that town became red. And the third day, their faces became dark and black. So they knew there's something coming. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal destroyed them and He destroyed them in a way they felt it from the deep of the bottom of their hearts. When you destroy someone slowly, it's much more severe and painful than when you destroy someone at once. And Allah destroyed them a severe, slow punishment. They had experienced that punishment second by second. The first day, their faces became yellow. The second day, their faces became red. The third day, their faces became black. So they start to scream and cry and wean and scream and shout. Looks like what Saleh said is true. So they start to dig up their angrams. Knowing that's the ending, finished. Who are they going to run to? Who's going to cure them? Who's going to help them? Something they saw with their own eyes, experienced with their own hands. And then Allah says, Fawr. كَيْفَ كَانَ عَاقِبَةُ مَكْرِهِمْ Take a look at what was the result of their own plot. They plotted the downfall of the one who was bringing them towards goodness. And Allah says, we in return destroyed them completely. How did the destruction come? Three days passed. They still didn't see the punishment besides the fact that their faces were changing and they were crying and they knew something was happening. So they went into their dwellings. Listen carefully. They went into their dwellings, safe, secure, those rock homes. And they, they were now secure. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent them something he's never sent before. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, فَأَخَذَتْهُمُ الصَّيْحَةُ مُصْبِحِينَ we sent them a sound wave in the morning. What was a sound wave? They started hearing a sound. The sound became louder, 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 until each one of them were curled up because of the loudness of the sound. And the sound started shaking. Their whole community, the nation was shaking. And the sound itself was, it created a tremor. And that sound resulted in their hearts dropping and they died on the spot with the sound. Just with sound. Imagine the flood didn't come. The wind didn't come. Just the sound. Allah says we destroyed them because the sound resulted in the tremor. And the tremor is a rajva. And the rajva and the sound, they were destroyed completely. Amazing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses some powerful words. He says, we sent them one loud sound wave and they became rubble. How powerful were they? How strong were they? They were very powerful, very strong, very wealthy. But all this in front of Allah is nothing. It's only those who say, La ilaha illallah. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He saved Saleh and those who followed him. When our order came and decree was issued, we saved Saleh and those who believed with him. A mercy and a grace from us.
and from the disgraceful day of that day. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Salih and those who believed in him. Salih alayhi salam, after that, went back. When everything was destroyed, he went back. These people were dead, killed, gone. Broken heart and sad over his people. Is that the ending that you people want to be in? Upset. You could have said, La ilaha illallah and followed me and you've got everything. You've had everything. Allah Azza wa would have saved you from this punishment and Allah Azza wa would have increased from His wealth upon you, from His, from His grace and from His bounties upon you. But you had to deny and have pride and turn against His orders and lead up to what you led up to. He walked away, Salih left them. He walked away and he looked at his town and said, Oh my people, I had conveyed the message of Allah to you. And I advised, and I was a sincere advisor to you. You don't like the people who give you sincere advices. And this is the unfortunate thing. We live this now. You come to some people, warn them, pray, fast, leave the haram. They don't listen to you, but they rather listen to someone who's into the haram and lives into the haram, doesn't care about him or care about anyone else, and they follow them. People like to follow those who don't want good for them and reject to follow those who want good from them. And then Salih alayhi salam will migrate to Palestine and he will live in a city called Ramla. He will live in a city called Ramla and Salih alayhi salam will die and pass away in Ramla. And the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the battle of Tabuk, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he went past the city of Thamud. And when the companions were there, there was water, there was a well of water. So they were in the middle of the desert to see the well of water. They said they drank from it. And they used a bit of that water for the food to cook. And there was some, some little utensils from those days. They took it with them. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, Anyone that took water from there, throw it out. And any food that you cooked from that water, throw it out. And any utensils that you took or pots that you took, take it back. Do not walk into these places. Those places in which Allah Azza wa has sent His anger and wrath upon only if you are crying. Only if you are crying. Another narration says, and if you can't cry, make yourself cry. This is something, ikhwan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala left for us to hear and listen. We hear from the Quran al-Kareem and we listen to it. And the place that you could go and see if you want to go and visit those places. For what? Not for a sake of tourist attraction, for the sake of us to realize anyone that follows their path will end up with a way. Anyone that follows their path, and anyone that rejects the haqq, and anyone that rejects the prophet, and anyone that rejects the call of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and anyone that wants to follow the path of corruption and mischief, and anyone that wants to be like those nine who used to cause, used to cause mischief and corruption on the earth, where the ending becomes will always be like them. Allah azza wa jal destroyed them, Destroyed many nations before them, many nations after them, and more to come for anyone that follows their path. Oh my brothers and sisters in Islam, your only way is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Your only path to save you from that is Allah azza wa jalla. Your only way of thinking is the thinking of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Your only way of living is the living of Islam. So my brothers and sisters, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be with Allah Azza wa Jal and be from the saved ones. How beautiful would it be if you are with Salah at that time? You are the saved one. And how ugly would it be if you are from among those who Allah Azza wa Jal send this punishment? 
فَيَخْوَانِ Turn to Allah and be with Allah and take these stories as a moment of reflection to think and take those messengers and prophets as a great example as Allah says with their guidance follow follow their path those who Allah had chosen for us to be an example not anyone else not anyone else they are our example wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina muhammadin subhanallahi bihamdihi subhanaka allahumma bihamdik nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayhi